0: Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hugging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm-hmm. My stomach hurts. Are we there yet?
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are There? It's a family podcast for adults. This is episode number 727. Fearsome. Or people think shit's fearsome. I feel as if in some ways I have failed my children. You say that a lot. I know, but do you not notice that they're very different than you and I were as children? I mean, they're they're very different.
0: Well, I would expect it to be so. They have a completely different childhood. Correct.
1: But uh, maybe I don't know about you, but I was far more adventurous than my children. Like, light years more adventurous than my children.
0: Well, you can't be now. There's brain flukes, pedo vans. <laughs> I mean, there's all kinds yeah. of things out there we were
1: unaware of. Okay, let me tell you something. I believe with 100% of my heart that you and I had a more dangerous childhood than our children.
0: I'm sure.
1: And, and by dangerous, I mean there was a bigger chance of one of us getting touched in a bad place. Right. Than any of our kids.
0: I That's true.
1: There was a bigger chance that one of us would just be dead <laughs> as also well. Also true. Uh, also a bigger chance that you'd be horribly injured yes because we grew up in the country and people think the country is very nice right the country is full of perverts and monsters i mean just it's very difficult for people who didn't grow up in a small town to understand that like your per capita number of crazies is so much higher in a small town that's true i mean you live in a town of five thousand, right Mm -hmm. in our town i can think of four or five kid touchers off the top of my head yeah right and you just knew don't be right? around that don't be around that person well, yeah and you and every warning yeah, it was not- <laughs> fair <laughs> you warning venture
0: within grasping distance
1: <laughs> fair warning if you're ever alone with that you. guy, if you're ever alone with that guy you will have to touch his penis
0: exactly
1: and nobody's gonna have any sympathy because you knew right <laughs> also killers and people like there were whole there were whole families in our town that you knew if you went near you might find yourself involved in some very unpleasant violence true and and it wouldn't be any re- anything you'd done just being around them would eventually get you killed
0: well it doesn't help that meth use is rampant
1: but it wasn't when we were growing up yeah
0: i think it was on it, it was I, I on think the it was. Rise. i think it was
1: starting but not like it is now.
0: Well, it's probably because they were doing a whole lot of uh backyard experimentation. There was a lot there was a, mutations going on.
1: There was a lot of beer drinking and a lot of weed when we were growing up. A lot of both. A lot of both. So, I don't know. It's just weird because we were talking about it the other day. I mean, we're fi- <laughs> we're finally making our 16-year-old daughter deal with bugs on her own. <laughs> mhm. fucking earwigs. How gross are they?
0: <laughs> I don't like earwigs. I, I, they they freak me out.
1: They don't look natural and they kind of flip-flop around when they're they, Hard to kill. Yeah, and they're real tough, but yes. when they're walking they kind of flip-flop around. I don't like them. They're gross. I don't like them. But we we've, we've had a couple of earwigs in the house lately, which I don't know where they're coming we from. We had rain. Is that what causes earwigs?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And one was in the girl's room. And they were screaming, right?
0: Yeah. And it was
1: late at night. It was after midnight. And they were appalled that we said, you're going to have to deal with this one.
0: They're, it'd be tiny. I was like, get some toilet paper, pick it up, and flush it. You don't even have to smush it. You right, know, you I don't have to, have to kill it. Just... My method of dispatching <laughs> them is breaking them in half. Cause it's the only way you can be sure they're you, dead. You pinch them in half. You pinch. can't smash them because they're like the Energizer bunny thing. They well, they're off. real
1: thin and flat. And if they're on carpet, you, you need a firm yeah. surface to smash them on. You know what I'm saying? You need yeah. something hard. The carpet's not going to do it. But she did. She killed it.
0: Well, yeah, but screaming and had the willies all the way there.
1: Right, but I think but it's still did. I think it's good that we're pushing them harder now, because I, I just get I get tired of silly shit. I think that's what it boils down to. You know what I mean? When I was a kid, if you saw a snake that was threatening you, what was your response?
0: Well, it depends on the circumstance and what type of snake it was. I'm going to kill it. A cottonmouth, and you're in the water with it. Okay, well, run, you gotta, you, <laughs> swim. Granted, you
1: got to get away from get that. Away.
0: Other ones, yeah, I'm yeah, killing it's, it. It's,
1: I'm going to kill it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm finding a
0: rock. I'm finding right. a rake. Right. A rake is the weapon of choice. A
1: hoe is actually. A hoe would be awesome. A hoe is better than a rake. That's, That's what, true. Whenever I used to go visit my grandpa on the weekend, he had a pond.
0: Mm.
1: Or not on the weekend, in the summer. When my parents would pawn me off on relatives who didn't really want me there. I would eat a big thing of uh, pickled apples in the morning, which inevitably gave me the shits. Yuck. And then I would go fishing down at the pond. And I always brought and on my way out of the house. He would always go, don't forget your hoe. There's some cottonmouths down there. And yes, I, once or twice a day, I would have to kill a cottonmouth. And people will, would say, just leave snakes alone. You don't know what you're talking about.
0: Like well, a mouth, the people that say that are the people that haven't really encountered them. And you have that fight or flight syndrome, and, you know, it's 50-50. Okay.
1: A, a cottonmouth will come after you. Well, sure. They, they and Copperheads are some of the few snakes I've encountered that will try to kill you they don't fucking care they're mean copperheads are mean i would say cottonmouths are meaner because they will come out of the water at your ass like they'll be out there on the water you'll be fishing and they'll go hey i a fucking human on the bank i'm gonna go fucking kill him yeah, nothing and they'll come them. swimming across what you can't see him coming swimming across the water at you it's like no motherfucker <laughs> i'm getting my hoe And then you chop their head off, and then you flick the head into the river. Done. Or the pond or whatever. So, I think it's interesting.
0: Okay, so we have to think of some sort of desensitization task that we can give.
1: Right. Three. And (sighs) I thought I had found a series of books that were just scary enough. You know what I'm saying? You cannot make things too scary. Like, you can't throw them right off the deep end. You can't give them the shining or something. Right. Because that'll flip their little brains. Right. So you got to find something that's scary, but not too scary. And all of our kids have read, like, the R.L. Stein, what are they called? Goosebumps. Goosebumps books, Mm -hmm. right? Which are dumb. (laughs) I think we can safely say. They're pretty tame. They're just dumb. Even our kids eventually went, these are just dumb. But I found a series of books called Skeleton Creek, right, that are intriguing to me because they have a multimedia element to them right
0: it's kind of right up thing three's alley
1: it's a the books are written like a diary and then there's like video blogs that you can watch mm-hmm. okay and the the gimmick is the ending isn't a video blog right you read the book read the book and then there's the ending that you watch as a video right and there's other videos scattered throughout the book thing three started reading skeleton creek and was very excited she read him for
0: school because they have a required number of outside right. pages of outside reading that they had to do per right. semester so she read it right and then minus the videos
1: <laughs> yes and then said i'm not watching the videos right now
0: and she ended up getting a 50 on her book report <laughs> because she didn't watch the video
1: and she just told the teacher i don't know how this is she said
0: deal <laughs> i'll take a 50 don't care
1: and i didn't at first, she was lying about the video. She would say, I watched them. And then she goes, no, I didn't watch them because I don't have sound on my computer. Right. Right. And I said, well, mm-hmm. there are many computers in this house, and I will be happy to let you watch any of these videos you want on my computer. Right. I might even let you sit on the couch and watch them on the iPad.
0: hmm
1: Right. No, I'm just scared. That, that's when the truth came out of, no, this is scaring the shit out of me. I can't handle it. So, you and I went on a vacation, a mini vacation, which we almost died during. We'll get, we'll cover that in more detail. Mm. And uh, while we were gone, she decided to be a big, brave dog and go watch the videos. Yeah,
0: she texted me and asked me if she could do it and watch it on my computer. And I said, sure, go
1: sure. ahead. And that's the last we heard about it. Mm-hmm. So, we get home a couple days later and mm-hmm. come into the den. Mm-hmm. And I notice that your chair is, like, overturned. Uh, there's a slip jacket of a book laying on the ground Mm -hmm. and there's the book laying on the ground a little closer to the door right it's like there's just a trail of shit leading from your desk back to the door did you discuss with your daughter what happened
0: yes apparently she was watching the videos and she got pretty much the poop scared out of her And she could not get out of here fast enough. Hence the overturned chair and the books went flying and she did not care. And she hasn't been back in here since. I guess that's one way to keep them out of the den.
1: The the thing I find funny about this is the way that her response was, I'm abandoning everything and fleeing the room. Right. Like, I'm not taking the book. I don't want to see see it
0: anymore. Get it away
1: from me. And I thought it was funny because when I was a kid, we talked about the fact that you and I both read a significant number of inappropriate books when we were growing mm-hmm. up. Mine, because my parents were too stupid to police me properly. And yours, because your mom just, as long as you are reading, right? Mm-hmm. As long as you are shut the fuck up and read.
0: Well, I loved to read. Right, yeah. but
1: that's what I'm saying. As long as you were not making a lot of fucking noise in you reading, nobody gave a shit what you were doing.
0: And I was buying my own books, too, so.
1: But there you go. Mm-hmm. And I got mine from the library, and I got them from the stinky bookstore, mm-hmm. which... This is the uh, the odd thing to me, right? Like, our kids have access to new books as many as they want. Honestly, we if our kids ask to go to the bookstore, I don't ever turn them down, do I? No. We go to the used bookstore a couple times a month. Let people look around and buy used books, so there's never a shortage of books. And they are not. They don't buy as many as I did when I was a kid, and I had
0: far less money. You know, well, they were cheaper than too, because not, you could pay a couple bucks and get a
1: book. Not comparatively.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, you probably didn't have a whole lot
1: of money to spend. But. Right. If I had $5, I was fucking rich. And if a book cost $2, well, that was half of my being rich. I was just going to be middle class after I bought a book. But we would go to the stinky bookstore, which was a bookstore that is really a fucking nightmare. It, it was literally just a pile of books in a moldy old room.
0: Well, I think, honestly... It was somebody that was a book hoarder right. and had to come up with a reason to have so many books.
1: Yeah, because she did live in a little apartment behind the bookstore.
0: And she read all of the books in there. Right.
1: And occasionally she'd, she would go, you can't have that one.
0: Hmm. hmm Because she hadn't read it yet.
1: <laughs> it's a bookstore. No, not that one. Hmm. <laughs> but it was always like a treasure hunt. You know, you would go look and throw them. And sometimes you'd find good books and sometimes you wouldn't. And one of the ones I found when I was growing up... Well, the first one I found that I shouldn't have read was Jaws. Okay. And I was like, there's a naked girl on the cover of this book. Done. There's a naked girl and a shark. Done. And that fucked me up because that was the summer that we went to the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, no. That's always
0: good. (laughs) Nice combination. Why did
1: I read this now? Mm Mm-hmm. The other one that I read that fucked me up for much longer, and in fact, I think distorted my worldview to this day in in small ways was the Amityville heart mm-hmm. and that was a book whose cover was so terrifying I still can't look at it
0: oh it's still it's really pretty mild it just brings the back it, memories it right Enough a feeling
1: it is so iconic do you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. that and admittedly it is not scary now when you are 10 the thought, and right. this was the problem I was telling you this the other day. The problem I had with it was, at 10, I already did not believe in God. Right? Mm-hmm. But that book made me believe in the devil.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a problem.
1: And this was a cosmic paradox that made me go, the only supernatural being in the world hates us and wants to kill us all. And now I'm fucked.
0: Now there's no hope.
1: Right. I, was very, I became very nihilistic for a long time after that. I was like, well, this is horrible. And there's really no hope for any of us, so who fucking cares? And it wasn't until years later, like I was probably 17, 18 years old, before I could shake the impact, the fear that that book instilled in me. Which is kind of like a cosmic dread. That at any time, something horrible could just rear up out of the darkness and fuck up your entire world. That to me was the scary part. People had done nothing wrong
0: isn't that the way it always well, is Well, right
1: but that's what i'm saying it's one of those things you're just like eh, eh. Mm-hmm. so i asked the hang three what what did you see in this video that has made you so horrified because i was i was worried i was like did i scar my kid because i remember what it's like to be exposed to horrors you're not ready for She she doesn't know
0: she probably started, built it up in her head so badly that by the time anything remotely started happening on the screen, she was out. This is what I happened. Checking out.
1: This is what happened. She started the video. The guy's talking. The uh, the I don't know if it's a guy or a girl, but the, the character is talking on their video blog. They go, what was that? And turn their head to look off camera and start to turn the camera, and she was done.
0: <laughs> I'm going to have to watch them now just to see. Because that's pretty silly.
1: And she said, "I didn't want to know." Done. <laughs> whatever, whatever it was that horrified you, I want no Keep part of it. to of yourself. It. <laughs> Right. If it was scary enough that you wrote a book about it, it's too scary for me. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, there's more than one book. I wonder if she. There's a whole fucking series.
1: Them. I'm not buying them if she doesn't read them. And by read them, I mean read them properly. Right. You can't. You can't skip all of the resolutions to the scary stuff because literally, I think that she read books that was that was all set up and no payoff. Everything was a setup and she never watched the payoff. It's like a movie where there's lots of creaking and never a cat scare. The cat never jumps out of the closet. You just like get... Blair Witch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, kids. Did you, ever, did you have a book when you were growing up that fucked up your shit? Well,
0: yeah, I mean, Amityville Horror was definitely one of them. Then there was The House Next Door, but that was because they were building a house right, next that's... door. I mean, that looked a lot like what the, was on the cover of the book. That's scary. Didn't like that. And uh, Incubus.
1: Okay. You, Not good. H- how old were you when you read Incubus? Probably
0: 12, 7th grade. Yeah. Not good. <laughs> not good I, I was about
1: the same age i think when i read the entity did you ever read the entity i did yep yeah you probably shouldn't have read that one either Nope. <laughs> as a guy i was like that ain't right as a girl i imagine you not you good. Her with your knees bandaged summer together. of
0: fear <laughs> seriously i would go to bed at night and i would be sleeping <laughs> as stiff and alert as possible under my covers pulled all the way out to my well, neck what would you do i like now
1: you know what i'm saying if, if, if ghost fucker shows oh, up, what are you going to do? That's what I'm saying. If ghost. I know it's
0: horrifying.
1: <laughs> ghost reaper shows up and you're just like, oh, well. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm going to be a victim. It doesn't matter what I do. I guess I'm just screwed. You know, I got to figure out how to manage it.
1: That is one of the big differences between, I think, horror movies now and horror movies when we were growing up. Horror movies now tend to be more karmic. And I think it changed around Friday the 13th, right? You're doing something mm-hmm. bad and now bad things happen to you. Right. But when we were growing up, there were a lot of horror movies where you were just wrong place, wrong time. Right.
0: Sucks to be <laughs> you. Yeah. yeah.
1: What did you do? Bought a new house? Well, fuck you. You're dead. How'd you like to be some of the people that had houses that were built in that, in the Amityville horror style? it would suck yeah you're like oh my bay windows that raise the price of my house are now. yeah fucking nobody
0: wants you know the resale value just went way yeah.
1: down nobody wants a house that looks like the scary ghost house but then again maybe when you bought your house and you looked at it, you should have gone that looks exactly like a fucking skull maybe i shouldn't do that <laughs> yeah i don't know uh, it's good to be scared though don't you think some ways yeah i think it helps you out sometimes prepares you for life <laughs> new, new, new
0: Members of Japan's underground body modification scene are now experimenting with the bagel head look. Over the course of two painful hours, they inject saline into their foreheads while pressing down with the tip of one finger to create a hole in the middle of the swelling. The body reabsorbs the saline over the course of 48 hours. And so far, no one has reported stretched skin or other deformity as a result of the fad. It's so dumb. Two hours. You got to sit there for two hours.
1: Yep. Yep. Um, boring. And it only lasts for two days. I mean, I guess it's just kind of like, there's some people like your daughter spends two hours getting ready to go out. So just two hours getting stuff pumped into your head.
0: No, thanks.
1: To me, the problem with it is it's just dumb looking. It literally looks like somebody put a bagel under your skin. It kind of looks like you have a butthole on your forehead, a big swollen a big belly button kind of big. Yeah. A big pregnant belly button on your forehead. I don't understand it. I don't. It's not it's,
0: attractive. You can't not, put things in there. It's not big enough for that.
1: It's not even that it's just unattractive. It It is actively stupid looking.
0: Like, yeah, well, what did you do <laughs> to deserve that? It looks like a shame, Mark. <laughs> you should do that to people when they pass out on the couch.
1: Yeah, it looks drunk. like a trick. It looks like you fell and hit your head, you dummy. I
0: don't know, man. I mean, how many... Uh, they're injecting the saline for two full hours. Yeah,
1: because you ha- you can't inject it fast, right? It has to be slowly and put it into your forehead.
0: Well, do they put like a heparin lock thing in there it's so they hepar- just you know poke once and keep filling?
1: It's not a heparin. Is lock. but you have to but keep but filling, is,
0: filling, filling? Poke, poke, poke.
1: No, it's not multiple pokes. It's like an IV kind of.
0: All right, well that's better.
1: But it hurts and it lasts for two hours, and during which time you have to stay, you have to sit with your finger put in your middle of your forehead where the hole is.
0: Nah, I'm hiring somebody to do that. It's dumb. I'm giving you a buck. Here, uh, also, put your finger right here. Don't
1: move. Also, this is one of those things that's not done by a doctor or anything. You know what I mean? You're going to right. some dude and he's doing it. No, no, look You know it.
0: why? Because a doctor would go, no, that's stupid. I'm not doing that.
1: Yeah. It's a little it's a little weird. The thing that bothers me is it's in Japan, so it'll be here soon. You know? I, Japan. I
0: like to think that not every uh, fad Japan, transfers well. No. That's probably one of them.
1: Japan leads the march.
0: We don't need a spare tire on the forehead.
1: It, it looks so dumb. That, that's my whole problem with it. If it looked cool in any way, but it doesn't, it just looks dumb. It literally just looks like the dumbest thing you could do. It's like you Okay, what, who what? thinks of
0: that? Dumb people. You think it was somebody trying to do it, some sort of other injection no, that was the
1: result? It looks like um it looks like traditional Japanese paintings of like demons and monsters and shit. Um, they have bulges, yay. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, that's what it looks like. But I think those look dumb too. So,
0: <laughs> you know, people are willing to do crazy stuff. We were watching Housewives of New York the other day, and she was uh, getting some kind of uh, injectable facelift. And that was the oh my god! It was horrifying. It,
1: that was the point that I was going to make. We laugh about this kind of stuff, but pe- women in this country are doing stuff that's just as dumb. It looks like whenever you're injecting a turkey to make it moist before yes. you cook it, or injecting a brisket or something. They just shove a needle under your skin, and, I mean, they just jerk it around, move it in circles <laughs> to make sure uh, you get a nice, heavy feeling of whatever it is they're shooting into your face. It was rustling. Uh, it looked And awful. Botox. I mean, the, it was a mix were, of both. They were doing one by her eyeball. I
0: know. I was How like... was the needle not going in her eyeball? Seriously, I'm not know. kidding.
1: I think it's because it was so the small. The angle was messed up. It was small. They're flexible, right? They're small and flexible. Uh, but And she and the chick that's getting it done, she's like, it doesn't hurt. Bitch, you were crying like somebody was stabbing you in the face with a knife. And the doctor is so mm, condescending. No way. That doesn't hurt. She's trying to be soothing. You're just nervous. Yeah, yeah. I'm nervous because you're going at my face with a fucking ice pick.
0: I'm nervous and it hurts. <laughs> There's a pig-ass needle in my eye.
1: <laughs> Promise me you'll never do that.
0: I will never Promise do that. Me. No way. It's ridiculous. Ugh,
1: it's, it's, it's awful. Here's the thing. Just get
0: old. You know? I don't want needles in my face. No thanks.
1: Well, here's the thing. You can either look like a regular old person or you can look like an old person who's trying to fight it and it's not good, you know? Yeah. People always know. Yeah, It not- like, oh, never looks look, natural. Look at that. Your face looks like somebody beat you with a bat and you mm-hmm. look like a cat. So clearly you fucked up your face. Stop. Ugh. Dumb.
0: Police in Boulder, Colorado were searching on Tuesday for a man who hid inside the tank of a portable toilet at a yoga festival, startling a woman who was using the facility. The bizarre incident happened June 17th at the Kunuman Yoga Festival in Boulder, a college town northwest of Denver.
1: I've never heard of Boulder referred to as a college town. Hanuman. Continue.
0: The woman, who was not identified by authorities, said when she lifted the toilet seat lid, she noticed something moving in the tank, according to the Boulder Police News release.
1: And here's what was moving in a tank. There was a guy with a tarp over his neck, right, to protect himself looking up that's what he was doing he was down in the portable toilet tank spying on people using the bathroom
0: this is so freaking bizarre and nasty here's the thing (laughs) a tarp over your neck that's not protecting you your legs and your feet and everything else that you're stepping in
1: correct and your face from the the, the feces and the pee and everything else falling on your face the bloody tampons and the period discharge
0: i mean how desperate do you have to be to resort to that
1: this is this is one of those things where when they catch this guy and i don't know if they will because what happened was she she goes hey something's going on a guy went in there and looked and said there's a dude down there they went to get the police. when the police got there the dude was climbing out of the toilet and he escaped because he was covered in feces because nobody
0: wanted to touch him because he's disgusting people
1: like well he's covered in shit so Uh. i'm not i'm not tackling shit boy but he escaped and the thing is if this guy gets caught and he goes the Court, I really think there should just be, you are too fucked up for normal society. And I don't know they necessarily need to go to prison, but they need to be isolated from the rest of us. Something, ick. You are so hard up to see the underside of a girl or a boy, I don't know, whichever, that you're willing to get shit on. Move along. Move along. I, I can't have you out and about. Do you think
0: he went to, like, another public facility to take his I, bath in I, the I, uh, public restroom? I, don't, Boom. I, I don't know. Boom.
1: At the very least, guys like this are an E. coli and hepatitis problem waiting to happen. If he already has it. And well, care. I don't want him spreading it around, is what I'm saying. Uh, I don't I don't approve. I, I honestly think there needs to be a, a, a disgust law where people just go, You are disgusting. You have to go to the island of disgust. Go. Just go. Get out of here. Could you imagine using a, a public facility? And you look down and you go, There is somebody down there. Well, no.
0: Here's, I'm not using porta potties ever ever never again. They're disgusting to begin you with. You never pee in a they're porta gross.
1: potty? Have you ever peed in a porta potty? Well, I would
0: have to be super de duper de ha- desperate. Have you
1: ever is my question? Well, I have. Yeah, I, f- I find them gross. I find them to be one of the most disgusting inventions of modern society. I think they are truly repulsive. There's always spiders in there too. They're just they're gross. Don't they like don't them. work as I, I honestly don't think they work as well as a regular outhouse. As far as hiding the odors and disgustingness from me, you know? Yeah. They, they really make me want, they're just mm. gross. I just stay far away. Plus, now apparently, shit man might jump about and get you.
0: It's not the first time we've read a story like that, though.
1: Gross. Next story.
0: According to a recent study, portable pools are as much a part of drowning hazard for children as permanent in ground pools. This study, published in the Journal of Pediatrics. Includes all shapes and sizes of pools ranging from 4 feet deep inflatable pools to 18 inch deep wading pools. 94% of the 35 near drownings and 209 deaths were children under the 5 years of age. Many parents assume erroneously that smaller pools are less of a danger to their children. Lower in price and lacking in need for extensive upkeep, they certainly look innocent enough. In reality, parents could benefit from the safety equipment such as covers, alarms, and fencing generally associated with large in-ground pools. These items are expensive. They're not widely associated with portable pools and may seem like overkill on a tiny waiting pool, but they do provide valuable safety benefits. That's a sad statistic.
1: I I think most kids die when their parents underestimate the dangers of things they're doing with them, Mm -hmm. right? Like, Mm -hmm. when you and I were growing up, once or twice here, somebody would die down at the river right yeah, and it was always it was like a
0: living moving thing
1: and it was always no life jacket people being dumb right right and it was so avoidable that used to always freak me out it's like it's they're like the river's dangerous you should know that you can look out there and see that it doesn't look safe so put a fucking life jacket on your kid and this thing with these inflatable pools kids dying in those why does that surprise anybody If your kid falls in one of these little pools and they're small, like they're saying, under Mm -hmm. five or whatever, Mm -hmm. how do you think they're going to get their head up out of the water? Right. And it frustrates me that people don't understand how little water it takes to kill you, right? It takes a very small amount of water to kill you. If you held a coffee mug over the nose and mouth of an adult with water, you could kill them. If you held water in your hand, you could kill a little kid. You know what I'm saying? So if you've got two feet of water in a wading pool, yes, your kid can die in it. Please pay attention. Please pay attention.
0: Well, I, I do think a lot of people will turn their backs, especially when you have those really tiny, tiny wading pools, like the little turtle-shaped one with the minute slide that's like nine inches tall or something. Right. It's easy to turn your back on those
1: well people grab their phone or the somebody knocks on the door you know what i mean you just don't leave your kid in water mm-hmm. ever never leave them unattended in water because you'll come back and find them floating and it's terrible it's a completely 100% avoidable all of these deaths are 100% avoidable and yet people continue to do dumb shit but well, i right. also
0: think it's important to teach your children to swim
1: Oh, yeah. At an early age. I, I think people that don't teach their kids to swim are...
0: Even in the bathtub. I used to have the kids right. learn in the bathtub. Right. You know, just put your hands up and float, blow bubbles, whatever, learn how to put your face underwater. Right. It helps a lot.
1: Well, and people who don't know how to swim, that's one of those things that at any point in your life you might need to know. I mean, you don't think you're going to, but there may come a time when you, you drive off a bridge or there's a flood or any other number of other dumb things happen. Where knowing how to swim might be real, real fucking useful, and you might look back and go, "Why didn't my mom ever take me to the fucking pool one fucking time?" Because how long does it take to teach little kids to swim?
0: Well, it just depends. If you're like my mom, she never learned how to swim.
1: But if you take your kid to swim, how long does it take to teach them? Two days,
0: max. Mm, two days. It depends. Some of them have a fear of the water, or some have a fear of putting their face in the water. I don't think you can generalize. Thing, like that.
1: Thing three is the most timid of all children, and she went from being a, a sitting on the steps right to swimming all the way back and forth across the pool and all the way down to the deep end in less than a week
0: well yeah but she was the one who learned how to swim faster than the other two
1: but i'm just saying you can teach kids how to swim very quickly it does not take a lot of time they will learn and they'll be happier for it now they say that these little pop-up pools were less work and less expensive but they clearly were not around you no
0: i had to be careful though <laughs> Our kids are very sensitive.
1: <laughs> Kim knew more about pool maintenance from having a little, literally, hundred-gallon pool in the backyard mm-hmm. than most professional pool maintenance people.
0: Well, I did a lot of reading.
1: You started that thing like a fucking cauldron. You're like aerating it. You're titrating your chlorine into the exact right amounts. You're putting yes. C- you're putting fucking CYA stabilizer in your hundred-gallon fucking pool. I didn't want to
0: have to mess with cleaning it it, because when the vinyl gets slimy or whatever, it's a big giant pain in the butt.
1: I just thought it was funny. I was like, "Kim fucks with that little bitty pool. And I kept it super clean, didn't I? Incessantly. Mm -hmm.
0: The problem was is we had a cover for it and I insisted on covering it. Well, when it's 105 degrees in Texas and you've got, you know, not a large amount of water and then you put a cover over it, it gets kind of hot kind of warm
1: yeah it was all, the point away it, from it was almost like a bath
0: off.
1: yeah though i did think it was funny that you and kids the kids were getting there and the kids were like let's play whirlpool and then all of a sudden before you yeah. know everybody was getting drowned the whirlpool became too powerful people were getting sucked under it's like, you dummies it's kind of fun though it, it is And it, 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 pools can be fun they can be a 100 percent safe just pay fucking attention that's all that's my public service for today are right, you got any their stories over there nope not for the show also be you fucking your pool run the run the pump for a while so it gets nice and clean you don't want people swimming around in your jizz email Yum.
0: rwty show at gmail.com
1: it is fun to squirt in the pool and then okay stop it dunk your wife real quick Boom. oh you got semen in your hair sorry <laughs> gross you married me what does that say about you Yuck. don't forget you can juice the blueberry.com vote for us on podcast leave us a review on itunes go to our site click the amazon link buy some shit you get rich i get rich everybody's happy